What's up, Copites? The deluded Reds are back. And I'm Delhi. With me, I have Vadi. And Vadi, what are we going to fucking talk about? Right. So, we're going to talk about the January transfer roundup. We're going to talk about what the fuck happened to us the in the last downfall. seven games. We're going to talk about the downfall, the performance, and uh, the transfer. The deadline day transfer. Yeah, the two boys that we signed, Ben Davis and uh, Kabak. I think after and Virgil van Dijk, we've, we've got a deadline day transfer. Right. So, no, I, no, I mean, that's wrong. Uh, Virgil van Dijk was, uh, we signed him before the transfer actually started, the window, right? We signed him in December no, I mean, 31st or something. Really? <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh, uh, yeah. oh It was yeah, early yeah, on yeah, in the transfer yeah, window. <laughs> it was early on in the yeah. transfer window. So, so, I think Andy Carroll was the deadline day. Uh, right, right, right. Yeah. Ah, speaking of Andy Carroll, man, that fucking window, we lost Fernando Torres, my heartbreaker, even a girl hasn't made me cry This is a very bad start, (laughs) so let's go. We took a long sabbatical and... uh, since the last episode, things I think we had our reasons. I didn't want to do a podcast when we are losing. I didn't want to talk about a game we lost or we drew. I didn't watch. So, yeah. I didn't watch a lot of games. <laughs> well, the funny part is I watched all the seven games we lost, but mm-hmm. then I missed the two games which we won. <laughs> okay. I missed both the Spurs game and the West Ham game. Uh, I was just it, it's just the when we did when we shot the Arsenal game. Uh, I mean the Arsenal episode. That day was the Arsenal game against Chelsea. Right. And since then, the Arsenal fortunes have turned. Uh, they started winning and oh my God, I was, uh, I had to eat my words, man. I mean, uh, we had to be humbled by those because our predictions, oh my God, fuck me. It felt like, uh, <laughs> it felt like uh, someone from up there was shouting, you greedy pigs, you greedy fucking pigs. You deserve a lot more fucking losses. You know, you, you don't remember your humble beginnings. Fuck you. And they just brought us back to, you know, how many fucking loss? I mean, four or five losses and a loss at home. A loss at dude, home. That hurt me, man. To freaking Burnley. Of all the fucking clubs, Burnley. Really? Burnley, we man. really had to see Sean Dyche walk away with a... The three points from I mean, Anfield. I would have been um, annoyed with anyone walking away with that. Uh, I, mean, I mean, it's okay. It's okay if it's Burnley or whoever it is. But yeah, I just hope it's not the not our brother-in-law curse. But yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah but he, he was been so he was being so sweet yeah the entire time. I no, I think it's the thing with Arsenal fans, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. So I mean, when Arsenal fuck up, I mean, okay, what's the most? Entertaining thing about Arsenal. I'm sure it's on the football. <laughs> it's definitely AFTV. Okay, that's my opinion. <laughs> right now. Right now. <laughs> Not right now. That's been the case for the last 10 years. <laughs> 10 years? Of course. Yeah, yeah AFTV has been lit thought. for the last 10 years because mm-hmm. they've been fuck all for at least the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Arsenal. Right? And DD and of course the, <laughs> the, the ones. So basically our brother-in-law on the show last in the last episode was basically our DD. <laughs> and we were like, we were impersonating the, uh, the mm-hmm. AFTV. But yeah, I mean, getting back to things, right? Um, it was, it was not, a, it's not, it was not a roast. Uh, it was a good By conversation. By no means it was a roast, yeah. Yeah. Because we, I, mean, I was being very sweet. He was being ultra sweet. And we were just pointing out. He was being honest. He was being very I don't honest. think he was, he was sweet. I think he was honest. He was actually brutal. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was uh, He was very brutal pissed. to his own team. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the good part about that is um, we understood the perspective of Arsenal. 
and mm-hmm. uh, we got his point and uh, i think he said he trusted atata to an extent and uh, well his word did work yeah did work i think they won seven games now since then no, sorry not seven games out of seven they won like five games and drew two games they are uh, where are they on the table I, i don't see them do a lot of climbing in bro they've lost like way too many games earlier on so i they should be lucky if they are somewhere anywhere in the top 10 okay okay i don't think they're in the top 10 though yeah but okay. west ham has somehow creeped up to fifth which is like really surprising to me but uh, apart from that yeah it's uh, it seems like uh, it did work well for them uh, but apart from that what's your take what's your take on this whole downfall shit uh, about us uh, i think uh, <laughs> we should not invite another arsenal fan <laughs> i think it's a curse i am not a big fan of doing that uh, because i've i've learned my lesson uh because yeah i mean i mean to be very honest that's not the thing i think our downfall was bound to happen i think it was just bad timing and just uh players playing out of position and i think it took a toll on fabinho it just took a mental toll on uh, pretty much every player that we had every forward mm-hmm. and i think the biggest problem was uh, diego jota his injury no we mm-hmm. we were playing pretty much the same okay i mean mm-hmm. the our games in jan our games towards the end of december mm-hmm. were all pretty much the same just that we used to win earlier on because we had diego jota Hmm. And uh, this time, we however, those crappy wins because of uh, Jota somehow right. we would put in with the uh, right. you know, solitary goal of this. Right. Probably even a tacky substitution or an Origi substitution didn't really make a difference, but a tacky substitution kind of made a difference sometimes. Okay, mm-hmm. but yeah, we don't. We didn't have the Jota factor. We didn't have mm-hmm. that element of surprise. Jota is the only. It seems like he's the only fresh. uh fresh leg uh, thing right now i mean he's the only one who comes in he seems like okay nice he's the only one who seems like he has a different answer to give he is that surprise problems. package right hmm. uh, so uh, people know how to play and uh, how to tackle our front three and they they know the runs that we make the counter attacking moves that we do and when jota comes into the picture it's not three a uh, players that they need to deal with it's it's four mm. right so it's uh, it, it justified dude it's a very good transfer yes we of course spoke about it all year on and um, is jota out for the rest of the season no no jota should be back next week or something no. uh, so I, early early on in fact though i don't i don't believe that no nah, don't worry it was a six week layoff what he had what he had mm. no not not a surgery mm. so it was just a knee uh, rest uh, is he back in training though not back in training he should be back this later this week or next week so that would take yes. another two or three weeks nah he's going to miss game days. he's going to miss probably four or five more games that's it not more four not less five more games is still yeah. a lot so because he'll be missing the city game then essentially ah uh, yes most likely mm. that's not good mm. but yeah somehow like the whole downfall right everything i mean i think it's the front three it it doesn't seem fresh it doesn't seem fresh i mean they are still world class players but they don't seem fresh i don't know where the chemistry is lacking i don't know i mean too many injuries i i think the chemistry has been like it's been shaken it's been shaken the the amount of injuries that has happened it's like even when people just came back it didn't seem it didn't seem like these guys have it in them it didn't seem like that See, it's not about uh, the chemistry is shaken. I think uh, the boys are pretty much as good as what they were last season. Uh, yeah. So, 
I think they were pretty good, right? But I think what what I uh, feel is we are way too predictable. Okay, like I said, uh, Jota or uh, or Noregi substitution would make a bit of a difference. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Origi would not have scored directly, but whenever he made a substitute appearance, at least someone else scored, mm-hmm. right? He, I mean, they bring that surprise element. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, players know our opponents know they have read our game well enough for the last three four years. No, but and that's not a good excuse. I'll tell you why. Because there are two players, according to me, who have been pretty much the same. Okay, one is Robbo, one is uh, Fabzi. Fabinho and Robertson they have been pretty much the same the bro don't jinx it okay don't jinx it i knew i knew you were going to say this i knew this was going but okay i mean just go ahead yeah, i think yeah, it's too I late know, I know, I know, I just go just go i don't, don't want to stop you now it, it's a good topic to talk about and and if the jinx comes true then we know we are the boss <laughs> we'll come back and we'll get back to this episode and we'll then say that we're pretty good you heard it first here bitch <laughs> then i'll be singing praises about rashford and bruno and all them if this comes true <laughs> then yeah so yeah that's the point yeah like see these two are still giving the same intensity it's it's not about predictability it's just the, the fire that they have it's the same i do not see that okay hendo has been pretty more than decent okay apart from that i don't see that same fire that same in that that mad the mad mentality that monstrous attitude that we had i don't see that and that will only come when everything is clicking when the chemistry is clicking then you shake that chemistry right when you shake like when you you know put one things off take this thing off and you didn't fuck with it but we didn't fuck with it what happened is we had just a bunch of injuries and th- that really took a toll on uh, ani on uh, trent okay that that really did happen but he's he's coming back he's coming back he's he's doing well i think he's back uh, he's, i think it's fair enough to say he's back he's, he's two back. good performances oh my god that pass against west ham orgasmic same that counter attacking goal i mean 15 fucking seconds man that was an insane moment i mean after that i felt okay you know what let's go back to the podcast <laughs> yeah i mean i think we are we are going off track so let's go back to uh, our season outlook okay yeah yeah so if we you know uh, keep singing on praise for trent i don't think it this podcast is going to end so yeah let's just get back to our uh, season outlook yes uh, yeah so you tell me uh mm-hmm. we've lost like six games i think in the last uh, seven games, for call games that we've lost right it's, it's huh. been some this is where you were talking about uh, our front three misfiring and you said that there was a lack of uh, more fire intent intent i mean that's mm. not there it it doesn't seem like i mean clearly i mean the, we, we can't expect them to uh, perform the same way they did in 2017 18 okay it's not going to be because the strategy is completely different right now okay it's not going to happen like that okay we are a more seasoned set of people okay we are a seasoned set of team it's going to be a different approach altogether okay it's not going to be the same but still it like do i see lack in creativity there i mean like bobby got a lot of bobby has been getting a lot of slack okay and some of it i feel is is fair enough fair enough because you know what like you we have to assess where this guy is going mm-hmm. i mean 
Because it's it's really it's very hard to tell who's been the worst performing of the three. Okay, because sometimes to me it feels like it is Bobby. Sometimes it feels like it is Salah. Okay, Mane has been Mane hasn't been performing worse, but at times he's been mediocre or he's been great. Okay, but we need <clears throat> we need more creativity there. I think uh, that's exactly where it's hurt us. Like Bobby's lack of creativity, like his lackluster performances. I think that's where it has that that's where it has done us the damage. I mean, going to fucking Newcastle and not scoring. Uh, I think more than Newcastle, what really hurt me was uh, drawing to West Brom. Yeah. Like man, that there's there's nothing worse than drawing to Sam Allardyce's team. Dude. Like yeah, yeah. Fat Sam, sorry, Big Sam, sorry, <laughs> sorry Sam, <laughs> Big Sam really did us there. Yeah, yeah. And I knew that. So when we drew against Sam, right? Uh, and I'm I remember. Okay, we spoke about this in our previous podcast. We that that was a day when Arsenal was playing Chelsea and they beat Chelsea. We were saying that okay, tomorrow we're gonna play Sam and let's see how it's gonna happen and. Uh, I, it was my gut feeling that we'd probably it'll just be a draw, mm-hmm. and you guys can hear it in the in the previous episode, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, that I expected. But losing three more games of the next five is mm-hmm. something which I did not expect. No, that that, that was game, that West Brom's game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had it in us. Okay, one nil when we were one nil up, we would have easily gone like two or three up. Okay, but I don't know something again. I think it was a problem with creativity or we just didn't take it seriously and then it just fucking bit us in the back. I think it's also a matter of, you know, lack of options. Uh, yes, we've had the front three good. Uh, they've been there. But you always need a plan B, okay? And my problem with Klopp this season has been he doesn't have a plan B. In fact, he has it, but he doesn't execute it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And my God, dude, like, I think it, again, it goes back to the same Jota topic. Mm-hmm. So he had Jota, he used his plan B. Okay, but after Jota got injured in a stupid, stupid game, which he could have just avoided. He could have, for what fucking reason did Jota have to play the Champions League game when we comfortably finished one number one in the group? Mm-hmm. Beats me. But okay, anyways, he got injured and that is where I think the plan B was uh, never going to be that good. Uh, what Origi would have been plan B this time or uh, Taki and I don't mm. think they would have made that impact probably they didn't make also when they came on I think uh, these things coupled with the fact that again Thiago was just getting in mm. and uh, Ginny was showing a bit of fatigue and Hendo was in and out in and out he got he was not there for like a couple of games suddenly Hendo is like in CB now I, I don't know where it went for fuck's sake man we're Premier League champions dude we gotta really put some money out there Mm-hmm. It feels like we're a poor man's champions. I mean, I don't know, dude. Like, it, it's shameful, to be honest. You know, mm-hmm. you're a champ. Dude, like an Arsenal fan told me two days back that, you know, only we are living the COVID crisis, even today. Mm-hmm. Fucking paying two million for a championship defender when we've lost the best defender in the world to an injury. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And they kind of have, they, they're kind of making sense, right? They are getting Odegaard on loan from Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. Arsenal, they also made another fabulous signing. Uh, mm-hmm. I forgot the name though. Whom did they get? I, I they completely off. Uh, they got a defender, I believe. Uh, okay. They they made two signings. Okay. And uh, yeah, so every club is doing it, okay. But then we are too slow to pick up on this. Mm, but uh, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't late. Deadline fucking day. 
we got there and deadline day we january deadline day we got two defenders again i'm not too happy with that okay but i'd like i'd like to listen to what you have to say first kabak uh, and uh, ben davis right okay how old is ben davis ben davis about 25 25 right okay kabak is 21 20 20 he'll turn 21 in like next month so oh, he's as good as 20 uh, 21 hmm. but uh, i like it because uh, we've been following kabak for uh, i i'd say 2 years or 3 years okay since he was 18 and we st- i at least stopped unfollowing him after that 8 nil humiliation against bayern on opening it's, day it's not see that was bad <laughs> there no excuses he was pathetic that game uh, he was he pathetic he was okay. pathetic but see again these things i i don't like uh, looking into these things because uh, it's this i believe that a player gets into a system okay now shalka is in fucking doldrums it's shalka's problem okay it's not i i don't like to single out players like that okay but our system our management our administration is far more superior to what shalka has or what a fucking arsenal has okay or what okay um uh, i wouldn't okay i wouldn't like to compare with any other team but we are better than these two teams um, i would say so i would say i i'm really happy i'm not too happy about a few uh, a few of the things that i've heard about him like uh, the disciplinary issues that he has yes uh, so the thing is we normally don't go for players like that exactly we normally don't go for players like that but so playing the scouts must have seen something in him okay let's see let's see what he brings on and we don't have an option right now okay let's be very let's be very uh, practical about things we we do not have like all the cbs yeah we, we were choosers we just had to set all the cbs them. have ended in a season long uh, matchup to matchup season i thought he was a- ankle just ligament, done for like two months yeah, we just got the news that ankle ligament he's out for the season so all the cbs are out for the entire season that doesn't happen okay that doesn't happen to any team okay so we don't have it so we got to brace this we got to we got to make quick decisions because yeah you know, clearly it wasn't quick it was not quick from yeah, I, I do quick. understand yeah but not impressed <clears throat> with that i do I, i do understand but let's not it's not uh, the end of the world i would say it's not too late i mean good fine get bring them on but anyway it'll take time it'll take time for because he's like far too young like kabak uh, and davis are far too young i don't think they'll be playing like let's say the city game Okay, they they are gonna take their time. Maybe they play the Brighton game now uh, that we have uh, next week. But <clears throat> it's it's a good thing. And Ben Davies, I don't know anything about this lad. <laughs> But I'm happy with the order. I don't know. I, I don't know. I I trust. I trust the system he's coming into. That's what I trust in. Of course, uh, that's <clears throat> that's true. Uh, I think we should. We've been trusting uh, Edwards for his signings. He pulled off. Uh, Robertson from Hull. He pulled off Genie from uh, Newcastle. Shaq from Couple Stoke. of years back. Shaq from Stoke. <clears throat> and yeah, I think I hope uh, Ben Davis turns out. You know, one like that, like a gem. But okay, so he's to be the the funny part is. Where is he from? Preston. Preston. North. Preston North End. Yeah. The funny part is he's not even the most famous Ben Davis <laughs> in the land. <laughs> That's what. So when 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 I heard Ben Davis, I was like what Ben Davis Spurs. 
no way Mourinho is letting go of Ben Davis <laughs> and then I'm like Ben Davis from Preston North End mm. then it got me thinking oh is Ben Davis on loan at Spurs <laughs> no he was not <laughs> then we had to go back to the next it's line and read it that okay he is from Preston North End he's a 25 year old he's <laughs> a different Ben Davis yeah different Ben Davis <clears throat> but yeah they look alike <laughs> they do okay. not not too much but uh, uh, appearance uh, mm-hmm. they are both pretty uh, tall very mm-hmm. tall mm-hmm. i think both are 62 plus mm-hmm. uh, the ben davis is like some 62 our ben davis is about 64 or something okay and uh, yeah and they seem a little muscular both are quick so they have their familiarities mm-hmm. it doesn't just stop with the name mm-hmm. but uh, yeah so uh, he was one signing we got from preston north end okay now my take on the two now my take on the two signings right mm-hmm. uh, ben davis for 2 million sorry not on 2 million i think it's half a million up front and then remaining 1 million in uh, bonuses mm-hmm. so it goes max to two, max to 1.5 million mm-hmm. which is like fantastic business mm-hmm. and i think Good the business. best part about this transfer is this guy has only 6 months left in the contract okay i'm mm-hmm. i'm really surprised how no other club in the fucking country did not see that coming because uh because it's Preston fucking North End who the fuck yes, is yes yes but this guy was the best defender in the championship mm-hmm. he at least was so i i did hear a lot of people talk about him so i heard a couple of other podcasts and le- read a few articles here and there which uh, said that he was probably going to end up being the player of the year championship player of the year mm-hmm. he was in contention so that is and i also saw another uh, post you know uh, one of his uh, earlier posts where he's pretty much won everything Okay, now that's what I really liked about uh, uh, Ben Davis. This transfer, mm-hmm. I, I I really love this. Uh, pretty much won everything. What do you mean by that? Uh, pretty much won everything on a on an individual uh, uh, front, right? So he is a local boy from Preston. He has spent time at other clubs, like two three other clubs. He spent. He's gone on loan. Mm-hmm. He's gone to Notts, I believe. He's gone to uh, Tranmere Rovers. Uh, Rovers. Tranmere Rovers. Yeah. And he's gone to a couple of other places also mm-hmm. uh, on like small loans. And he's really gotten good experience. And overall, he's got around three hundred plus appearances. Mm-hmm. That's fucking amazing. I don't think any player. Uh, okay, I wouldn't say any player. I don't think we have a youngster who is like twenty three and under who has even more than hundred appearances. Hmm. for Liverpool right so even though he, it, the 300 appearances are from lower leagues and from hmm. a little against easier opposition I still believe experience really makes a big difference okay and by looking at his game right I was very impressed with the way he tackles hmm. uh, very quick and he's left footed which is a big benefit you don't because really get Kabak left footed because is right footed right exactly <clears throat> and we don't have a left footed centre back hmm. uh, the left footed position uh, LCB Correct. goes to Virgil van Dijk <clears throat> right yeah. So mm-hmm. Ben Davis is basically a replacement to Virgil van Dijk. Mm-hmm. He's not coming as a starter, but either way, he'll uh, play under twenty-three. Yeah, he's <laughs> no, he's twenty-five. He's twenty-five. Oh, he's twenty-five. Oh, he's twenty-five. Yes, he can't. No, but he'll be a good. Uh, see, the thing I like about Ben Davis is uh, he is no nonsense guy, right? Mm-hmm. And he does pull off a little bit of those uh, fake feints. He you know fucks around with the strikers, <clears> and uh, he gets things done. Okay, so mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I agree that you know it's in the lower division, but you always can make that step up, mm-hmm. right? You when you're thrown into the sea, you will manage to survive, mm-hmm. and I think that's what's gonna happen to him. We can make a Nat Phillips out of this guy. And I think we can make a Robertson out of this guy, mm-hmm. or even if not a Robertson, we can probably make a Genie or a Shaq out of him, mm-hmm. right? And I think he but that's he's gonna be very right good. now. Right now, he's not the Joe Gomez type. Ah, uh, no way, no way. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, but but I'm very optimistic about it. Gomez is younger than him though. Uh yes, probably. Gomez is 24 and this guy is 25, almost there. But see, the 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 individual honors which he won, right? I was talking about is uh uh in spite of playing for like different uh you know, uh city uh clubs, he has captained this team, Preston Northern. He was the captain when he left. Mm-hmm. Uh he was he was into the last 6 months of his contract so he could have people could have gotten for free in 6 months time okay mm-hmm. so it was perfect timing that we pounced on this opportunity and you know we could get him for cheap and the best part is this guy is a leader mm-hmm. he's not just a captain the team we need that he has one young player of the year mm-hmm. he has one player of the year and he's one youth player of the year so he's kind of one all of those individual accolades that you you would love to see Mm. Right so if you look at uh, the kind of awards that uh, Trent would have won in the last couple of years for Liverpool so uh, Ben Davis has won such awards for Preston okay mm. now there's a national difference between what Trent wins at Liverpool and Ben Davis wins at uh, Preston okay mm. but nevertheless he's still done it so the mentality is there mm. right he's been a captain for the team a leader i think these are the only important check boxes which we should even consider right it's fine if he's not the highest quality i think skill is something which he'll get he will improve i'm pretty sure klopp is a master at uh, making things work okay now that is what i really love about the ben davis transfer given also the fact that it was just 1.5 million mm-hmm. right and it's it's an absolute steal right and if you just look at what the preston manager and a lot of their fans have been saying they've been very they're very happy for him right it's not like they didn't have any bad blood that you know one of their best players their mm-hmm. local homegrown boy is leaving because they knew that you know someone their local boy is going to the champions of england like who would have thought that right it's it's an absolute dream for him also it's probably one of the biggest highlights <laughs> preston north end would not have gotten so much publication or so much of press so, attention in the last one year that they got in the last couple of days because mm-hmm. one of their best players has been picked true. up by the champions of england right true, true. so mm-hmm. it's a very positive signing for everyone mm-hmm. uh may not financially may not be for preston but i think there is goodwill over there and i think we've also sent uh, uh, seth vanderberg right mm-hmm. as a replacement uh, mm-hmm. for a temporary replacement for the next six months i think that should but cool things down loan yeah yeah just for the next six months mm-hmm. he'll come back to us mm-hmm. he's on loan Uh so yeah that is basically about Ben Davis okay now uh you said that you you like the Ozan Kabak uh, like transfer it. I like it. we've okay. been following him for the last from 2017 so that means we've been following him as a 17 year old okay <clears throat> i'm pretty sure we have the same management we've had the same management we've been keeping tabs okay there's been disciplinary that's the only thing that irks me a little bit but <clears throat> they must have seen something to you know grease over the fact that uh, you know okay fine he's a bit of a troublemaker but let's he he'll do good is that is see i always keep repeating the same thing okay i trust the system it's always a player walks into a system and our system right now is something that works we may had a a scratchy performance okay but that's different from the system that we have our system is still the same it works yeah what right. is that what? that's a good point uh, so the system will welcome both of them in the right way okay mm. i i have to agree there i have no other option though because i have the same views uh but the thing with ozan kabak which you again uh, brought up as that disciplinary issue 
uh, and the very fact that he's spit on one of this uh, Hertha Berlin uh, players mm-hmm. uh, it really took that shine off uh, i mean the interest that we had i think it cooled down right after that incident mm-hmm. and for me i i don't see i don't really want us war as again right i think we did a similar mistake with lewis or okay i mean it's tough again it's it's a very tough thing to say lewis war was a mistake we did well we've always had uh, i mean at least one person will be there yeah, yeah but well i think uh, the way klopp functions uh, i don't think uh, kabak is going to be here for the for the long run i don't think we'll activate the 18 million clause that we have uh, it's not an obligation it's an option it's uh, it's a 6 month deal for 2.5 million mm-hmm. loan fee which that's, goes up front that's the key See, that's a good there. deal that's okay. a key takeaway there i'm really happy the, with the fact that he's coming here for the next 6 months as a trial right mm. if he really shines like if he really really shines i believe only then he's going to stay but and that too for almost 30 million if we have to buy yeah that's the that's the thing that's the sum that we have agreed on 30 right. million is a fucking because summer we wanted him it's not 30 million it's uh, it's 18 million if uh, if we want to buy him permanently after 6 months we have an option to buy him for 18 million i thought it was 30 nah it's not 30 so the rumors sure? yeah huh. throughout the summer where that you know we were we had to bid 25 million they rejected our hmm. bid for some 20 million and shit like that hmm. but clearly shalka are in trouble they need francis they need money uh, hmm. they can't sign mustafi uh, they had to offload someone i think it was an opportunity for them what happened to them yeah shalka well uh, see i'm a dortmund fan okay so mm. i'm just happy. happy i'm i'm fucking happy <laughs> well, mm. so uh, that that's the thing right uh, uh ozan kabak i don't know like see one thing which uh, i don't really understand is if he's that good a player mm. right why aren't uh, others going for him yeah why wasn't so much of interest there mm-hmm. and also another very important point is what was he doing in that team for the last year i i heard somewhere that they they won only one game in the entirety of last year just one game are you seeing in 2020 that the, i i i couldn't believe that stat okay but what uh, no or maybe they lost no. maybe they won only one game after uh, resuming after, after the resuming COVID. yeah maybe okay after resuming so our kabak boy has won one game okay he missed out quite a, quite a few games okay he missed out quite a few games so in the stats that i was checking he has won one game even sharka has won only one game <laughs> now that's i think the, the but i don't know about that one Okay, so he's won one game. That was against Hoffenheim. Yeah. So basically, this season they have won only one game, Schalke, and uh, yeah. So of course he was part of the team. No wonder they won it. But yeah, I mean there again, I mean how how can you justify the fact that you know you won only one game if you're like that talented? So I've tried seeing some of his uh, highlights, uh, his performances hmm. last year. It was Can't all right, pretty good for an 18 or 19 year old. But uh, there again, not impressive. Can't judge him by that. That's that's not the right way to look at it. See, it's not the wrong way to look at it. Okay, when when you look at highlights, you're not looking at it to get an accurate judgment. You're looking at it to get a rough idea. Like, uh, you know, uh, you want know what you're getting out of him. So look at it from that angle. 
it was all right it was not something that you know you would want to go and get him for so after i saw the highlights also uh, throughout the summer we were heavily linked with him i don't really think i would have preferred to get him even for 25 million which i believe was rumor that uh, shaka rejected our 25 million bid right mm-hmm. i don't think we should have gone for that 25 million bid in the first place mm-hmm. yeah because i wasn't too impressed i mean 25 million in this covid situation is quite a lot okay and uh, i was just more happy that you know we spent that 20 million on thiago and uh, stay stabilized our midfield you weren't too impressed then because there wasn't a real dearth for cb no there was so lovren left right we had to get a replacement for lovren mm. the very reason we did not get a get a lovren replacement is because everyone was a little overpriced or either they were unavailable or something like that so kabak they were demanding 25 mm. million almost Right. We okay, no, they were see, demanding we for players now. It's not that we don't. Okay, I'm I'm really glad that we got these two. Okay, now what I want to see is for the city game. Is it gonna be same Fabzi and Endo? See, that's a good question. Or but I feel somewhere that it's gonna be that. I somewhere feel that it's gonna be that because see now you even have your Nat Phillips and Reese. Okay, they've done well. They have really. They, they, you have just thrown them on the center stage, man. Okay. Right. They Without must be thanking their fucking you. stars. They must be thanking their fucking stars. You've thrown them into center stage, okay? And they've really shown some good performance. Okay. Now I don't know where we are looking at this. Okay. We 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 can't be really doing this Hendo Fabzi thing forever. Okay. So I don't know what we are going for. Are these guys gonna? You know, take charge till Van Dyke comes in, or, or what are we really looking at? I I really don't know. So I think with uh, Kabak, I think he's going to be a starter. He'll probably start alongside uh, Fabinho mm-hmm. for the majority of the games, and I think Ben Davis is going to be there uh, as a replacement of Fabzi, or mm-hmm. you know, it, it's going to be that way. And see, the good thing about these two is both are quick, and. both of these players suit the gameplay that we have we play a high line mm-hmm. uh, and the way we play a high line we expect our uh, two defenders and the whole midfielder to be really quick mm-hmm. because uh, when the opponents counter attack mm-hmm. our defenders should not be exposed with a lack of pace okay mm-hmm. that is primarily the problem with nat flips and reese williams right mm-hmm. both of them they are not the quickest mm-hmm. and if you look at the ones we had in the past and why we were so good all these years Virgil van Dijk and Joe Gomez again these two are probably the quickest players in Liverpool mm-hmm. they are faster than uh, Mane and Salah also they are they are that quick uh, probably faster than the right word quick is the right word mm-hmm. right so uh, Nat Phillips and Reese Williams uh, the reason they did not start too many games is because they had this weakness right and the way we no, play you we play a high start, no you won't start Reese and Nat together Of course, you can only pick one of them. Yes. And pair them with an experienced one. Yes, mm-hmm. but you can't do that either because even playing one player who is a little slow is gonna be uh, torturous. I think you saw the example, right? I think Rashford took Reese Williams for a toss, mm-hmm. uh, the United game, the FA Cup game. So I think it was a perfect example. I didn't watch that game either. I mean, you know, me, uh, me neither. I saw the highlights, but yeah, the point is that, right? So both of them lack pace. They do not. they are not the ones who suit our style exactly the way we play okay so uh what we need is our because we play a very high line we play quick counter press and we need our two defenders to be lightning quick okay 
we had that benefit with Van Dyke and with Gomez. We don't really have it with our youngsters in Nat Phillips and uh, Reese Williams. So it was pretty obvious that we had to go for two players. Okay. Now the thing I didn't like about uh, Edwards is they had to wait for fucking Jan thirty first to do this. Had they done it early on, earlier on in Jan, we could have at least won a few games him, there. Gotten quicker, is what right? I'm exactly. <clears throat> so, but okay, at least we got him right. Uh, so I'm pretty thankful for that. But uh, yeah, so I, I don't think it changes the fact that you know Phillips and Rees are going to take a few more years if they are to uh, establish Come themselves the here, team. or <clears throat> probably they will move on. <clears throat> they will be you know sort of because uh, see they are fantastic defenders, okay, but. They and they will do a very good job for any Premier League side, mm-hmm. but just not a side that plays the way we play. Mm-hmm. A, a play a team that is out there to so win three games every. They don't have time. a future here. At Liverpool, yes, Something. less likely mm-hmm. unless Bold, until uh, <clears throat> speculation there. So see, it's it's all about game analysis and player analysis, right? Like I told you, you need your defenders to be really quick. You look at City also. Uh, the reason why John Stones was not that. That was not their uh, solution the last year when Laporte was injured is because he's not the quickest of them all, right? Same thing with Otamendi. Otamendi was pretty slow. So you can uh, compare Otamendi to our uh, version of probably Nat Phillips, but Otamendi is like far more superior, more experienced player. But I'm just talking about the qualities mm-hmm. with respect to pace and the attributes a player needs to bring to a team's <coughs> system of play, right? And like I said, going back to the same point, uh, we need players who can. Do that quick transition within the game, like quickly transition from defense to attack, mm-hmm. quickly release the ball, be a ball playing uh, player, right? Nat Phillips checks all the boxes that a top class defender needs, right? He is very good in the air, Except very for physical. Pace. Yes, Except for the pace, very good in the air, physical. He is also pre- pretty good at one on ones, okay? But he lacks a little bit of pace, and unfortunately, that is a very important metric. When you are looking at Liverpool's system of play, the way we approach a game, the way we defend, the way we quickly transition our game, right through the wings, through the center, you need that element of quickness and surprise to take the striker away. Uh, these two kind of lack that, okay? So there's nothing to say. Maybe temperament also. Uh, not Phillips. Temperament. I think it's a byproduct of how. Uh, you play and how quick you are so so see temperament is see when when you are a defender right you have to take your chance like you cannot be uh, shown the door by the forward you cannot let him run past you right so you are on the edge if the forward beats you then you are going to eat ducks so it it's very important that you do a good job you don't commit yourself too early but you just make the challenge at the right time and this temperament is probably a good point but again i would link that also to that fact of them having a lack of pace and uh, mm-hmm. them not being the ideal candidate for the player that we need okay mm-hmm. ben davis is quick he has a good left foot and i've seen his uh, so you are looking at ben davis as a starter uh i wouldn't say as a starter but Kabak i would say as a starter i mean probably because of his reputation yes Mm-hmm. Uh, but Ben Davis, I would say he would uh, pretty much take the Nat Phillips position right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it hurts me to say this because I really like Nat Phillips. Okay, he's done and, well. Uh, I mean, he's a young absolutely. lad. He's done well. And he's a he's he's an homegrown boy, right? He's a Liverpool boy, and I really want Nat Phillips to be here and probably improve this aspect of his game, like get a little more quicker. Same thing goes to Reese Williams also. If they just work on this element of their pace. 
they probably have a future with us but it's very important that they improve mm-hmm. and if they if they stall i think uh, they'll be another origi or you know mm-hmm. another shack i of think they'll be left behind you go then <clears throat> huh <laughs> off to southampton you go then yeah. that's how that's what happens but right. yeah so you think <clears throat> okay honestly speaking uh although i want kabak to start for the city game i somewhere feel that it's going to be hendo and fabzi doing that right uh at least for the mm-hmm. next 3 or 4 games i think that's going to be how it is i mean fabzi is coming back is what they said now so fabzi is not coming back till the city game okay so tomorrow's game against we are playing uh, Bar- right, brighton right? right i don't think fabzi is uh, fit for tomorrow's game no 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 he's not uh so i think tomorrow's game we may see someone on the bench either uh kabak or uh, we may see ben davis on the bench because we have no other options we Kabak, don't have matter we Kabak have one might start man i mean someone yeah, has one to. of them might start i i'm pretty sure one of the other ones going to be on the bench okay now against city it's a good point uh it's it's important we talk about who starts over there okay uh technically speaking we should start with an experienced defender i think we should go with kabak uh ben davis i think it's a little too much for him maybe we too much too of early, yeah? too early for him i don't think we can go with uh, nat phillips uh i don't think we can start uh, reese williams uh hendo would probably be a better option but if fabzi is fit right i would really not mind seeing fabzi and kabak start and see hendo push a little bit up front and start alongside thiago and genie in that midfield you know what if that is the case against city I would want Kabak and uh, Kabak and Hendo the C- doing the CB work and Fabzi doing the CDM work. That's also but that too is that's very unlikely. It would be the opposite of that. Like it would be Kabak and Fabzi doing the CB work and uh, Hendo taking that CDM charge. It would happen that way. But I would like to see the opposite of that. Like for once, like. That's because we want a Fabinho type of a destroyer in midfield. Yeah, I know, I know it. It's been I've, I've been missing to see that because see, yeah. actually, I know, I know what you're saying. Fabzi as a CB also sometimes does that. He brings you that also. He's a very very different kind of a defender. Okay, even as a CB, you can see glimpses of him doing that. But if you give him that free ride of doing that, I mean, it's also risky because Hendo, <laughs> Hendo is. is not an actual he can't lead your cb fabzi can lead right. you as a cb okay right. he can be your head cb okay right. <laughs> now it's it's very risky against especially a city like that could really backfire but you know and i'm kind of but i i really want to see kabak though absolutely i think we should see kabak i think we should at least see enough of him in the next 6 uh, months so that we know if he's going to be a good fit if we can deal with his hot head Mm-hmm. uh because if we're going to pay 18 million which is quite an amount in this it's quite uh, an amount yeah it's wow. quite an amount given mm-hmm. our given our debt already right we're going to see we've committed 5 million per season for the next 5 years in the jota deal mm-hmm. okay we've committed 5 million for the next 3 years in the uh, thiago alcantara deal right so we are we are basically booking 10 million in these two uh, deals per transfer window mm-hmm. and if you add Uh, the Kabak deal over there, it's going to get a little tight. Okay, now my take is, if we do end up signing Kabak for 18 million, it may be a good deal in the short run. But mm. we will again go on a spree of 
not having to sign any player for two or three windows mm. right so in i look at the longer picture like for me short term doesn't just picture, quite cut it the longer picture would quite simply be next summer we will look at entertaining selling one of us one of our friend three that would be the longer picture i think absolutely no I, I, that is what uh, that, that's not what i that's not what i am suggesting that's what they might be doing i mean if someone comes dude someone comes in knocking the door asking for 150 million for sala you're not going to say fuck off so they first are for entertain that i don't think anyone's going to come for sala with uh, 150 million i think they should have done it by now already mm-hmm. and probably they did and we probably said fuck off mm-hmm. right and i see the thing is sala is also 27 now mm-hmm. uh, by the end of the summer he's going to be 28 28 he'll be entering 28 uh, so for anyone right be it uh, madrid or be it bayern or any juventus or any okay, big yeah, team 120 then 100 million 100 million for a 27 or 28 year old is just not justifiable right and they would rather look at mbappe hmm. and splash an extra 50 million on and get mbappe for that you know just a little more so economically doesn't make sense they may even look at mane but mane is a year older than sala and mane is also about the same price i think we've crossed that stage where you know we need to be worried about our forward our front three okay the only way the front three is leaving is if we are in financial i wouldn't say crisis but if we are in like uh, a situation where we need to sell to buy hmm. okay like we need to free up some wage space so in that case we may offload one of the front three but again it won't be on our terms and i don't i'm 100% sure it won't be more than 100 million it will be an it may be probably a 70 or an 80 million okay mm-hmm. because i think if it had to be 100 million it would have happened in the last two years when we signed them we signed them for 35 and immediately the next season i think the value of all the of uh, the, the front three rocketed to double and triple the the amount when mm-hmm. we won the ucl they i think they were valued 150 and uh, 120 each mm-hmm. right and uh, that number has gone down mm-hmm. of course they've gotten older two years is a big time and also the performances now is not have the same Mm-hmm. and again i wouldn't blame their performances because uh, see opponents know the way we play okay our uh, our style has not changed so much mm-hmm. right and that's very good because our team's core is the same our we are very stable we have a system which is working and we are just making minor tweaks to get to just cross the line game in game game out uh, i think that's a very good way to uh, grow a sustainable team okay now suddenly if you get sala off or uh, yeah okay first let me talk about if what happens if you let sala off if you let sala off you have to have a like for like replacement you need to get someone like mbappe hmm. right you know why because mbappe has the pace that sala has someone who's really quick in counter attacks if you see the way liverpool play we always attack when it's a counter attack it's always sala up front alone hmm. he starts a little wide on the right but he tends to jog a little to the center okay mm-hmm. about the time of the counter attack makes up the distance right and mane is a little more defensive okay a fominio is a little more in the central and he is the one that basically is going to help in transitioning from one wing to the other wing right uh, so if you sell sala off you need some player who has that pace which sala has right and if you're going to uh, sell mane off and get a left winger it's going to be incredibly difficult someone who has the same skill and the defensive responsibilities as mane is going to be impossible and i don't think liverpool fans would be okay with uh, letting mane leave mm. right and 
this is gone is this is not the popular opinion right uh, people would not people would right now rather have Firmino leave than any of the other two but i i would still say the moment Firmino leaves our downfall starts okay mm-hmm. it's inevitable you just got to accept it right we are already showing glimpses of that it's because Firmino is 30 right and his you should you should accept the fact that his best is past uh, one of my favorite players. Uh, I'm pretty sure I can. Uh, mm, you agree, of course. Mm. And uh, he's our darling, mm. our darling hero. Uh, okay, he still has two years or three years. Right. Him, yeah. Probably can, you can't expect the same Firmino that we saw the last couple of years. But see, you need to accept that fact. Okay. You have to look at a replacement for Firmino. I think that's exactly where a Jota comes in. So it was brilliant piece of business, not because Jota need is not a player who wants immediate. Uh, game time, right? He's someone there to prove himself and then earn that position. So if Jota is going to be a starter, he has a good one or two years to prove his uh, worth, mm. right? And by that time, he will have enough time to learn from the front three and replace them. And see, to me, I would be gladly happy to see our transition the way uh, Alex Ferguson, sorry, Sir Alex Ferguson transitioned that whole United attack throughout mm. the 2000s. Mm. Right, he, he he slowly and steadily replaced your Beckham with a Giggs on a wing, right on one wing, and your Rooney, and he brought in uh, Ronaldo, and he brought in different players. He mixed them around. He didn't make too many changes. Uh, he bought he brought in players, but he always had the experience. He did not sell their star players. Mm. Okay, you have to remember that your Giggs, your uh, Scholes. And your Van Nessel Roy's, these these were stars, right? He did not get rid of everyone. He only got rid of those who... He kept shuffling though, but in yeah. the right way. But In the right way. I think that is the approach we should take. And uh, to me, at least for the next two years, we should not be worried about selling any of our front three. Mm-hmm. I think we need to slowly ease in one of uh, the players, like one of Jota or probably sign another forward who would... Uh, give competition and once we have made the transition probably give retirement just give them a lifetime contract because these boys deserve it okay mm. it would it would break my heart to see Mane or Salah or Firmino wear another shirt uh, I don't mm. I would hate it if they wear a Barca jersey or a fucking Real Madrid jersey mm. uh, it would just break my heart right I just can't take it uh, mm. so to me it I just hope uh, Edwards and Klopp they take the moral high ground they learn from how the previous teams have you know transitioned well over the years i think united is one of the best examples i don't think any other team has done a better transition right i mean mm-hmm. if we are looking at doing a transition uh, they that is a standard that we should look at you know mm-hmm. at achieving because united kept hold of scoles they kept hold of ryan giggs they kept hold of uh, uh, i'm pretty sure i just don't have the other names but mm-hmm. they kept hold of a lot of senior players Mm. Well, Nevins, until Nevins were always there. Yes, exactly, and their core was always there, right? So it's mm. not like your uh, gigs or your school started every game mm. throughout uh, towards the end of their uh, prime. They were more of the part-time players. They used to be on the bench most of the time. I think uh, we should transition Mane, your Salah, your Firmino into such players. You know, mm. give them the lifetime contract because they fucking deserve it. Like. Pay them how much you need to pay because you cannot sell and justify that. It, it just does not make sense. The emotions. That's interesting, actually. That's right? a very good. Uh, that's a very good point put across because I was thinking in terms of, like, 
we are so used to it yeah we are so used to seeing the players go it felt like okay if someone comes knocking it will get entertaining you know selling them will get entertaining they can i mean it's more practical to think like that no i mean that's what we've been seeing for the last 20 25 years at least that's what i've been seeing so yeah so this is where we stand i mean um you have anything to add because i've been fucking pissed off about the whole the whole january has been shit December end in January has been fucking shit, and I actually have no hopes. I don't want. I am not looking at anything great. I mean, do well. Uh, I'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, get your scratchy fucking wins. Right, makes sense. I mean, if uh, by any chance, if Edward listened to this conversation that we are having, Michael Edward. <laughs> unlikely but almost please. certainly not what am i saying unlikely <laughs> almost fucking a man can hope <laughs> but yeah my head was please please do not sell the front three have a good transition uh move them out slowly but listen at least sell them uh to a different continent i don't want to see them in ucl i don't want them to play against us right <laughs> so i mean in if worst comes to worst probably let us Yeah, probably let Bas or uh, uh, Bobby move to Brazil and play in his uh, neighbor, you know, country. Yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah, he would go to Sao Paulo and fucking play. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, but let. But so, yeah, the idea is to keep them here for like the next few years, dude. It's fine. I don't see. I don't think we sh- as fans we should not be jealous, mm-hmm. right? We've had the time of our lives. Mm-hmm. We've been called the best fans in the world. Mm-hmm. I think I'm enough. I think I'm satisfied with the amount of praise we've earned, mm-hmm. right? I think we would be overly jealous. If we decide that okay, we are selling uh, at least two of the front three and mm. getting the best superstars in place of them. I don't want superstars. Yeah. Right. If we do that, we are we are the we are the Barcelona of uh, five years back. We are the Real Madrid of ten years back. We are fucking the same as other people, right? Mm. I mean, that is the difference between us and other people. Mm. We are a fucking socialist club, mm. right? And we gotta stick to our roots mm. and. we do it our way we do it the right way and we stick together right good times bad times players are off form i don't give a fuck dude they're still our players they've given enough already to be in my heart i think uh, yeah they will i think they will stick together i mean <clears throat> if like i still i'm still saying if a real madrid or someone doesn't come knocking in with 100 120 million dollar offers I think uh, I think we front three is there, but again we have to look at uh, replacements. It's time we start considering, and it's time we start. And I'm sure Edwards must have seen <laughs> Edwards. Is, Edwards must have had this discussion with Klopp like three years back. <laughs> I really hope. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Edwards, please hear us out. <laughs> please, please give a lifetime contract to us. Yeah. So, so that's where that's where it is. I mean. the where the midfield conversation lies i mean i think we are we are set for another two years i think uh, i don't i'm not uh, so again i'm pretty sad that uh, i think it's inevitable that jinny is leaving the mm-hmm. summer mm-hmm. uh if he was going to accept the contract he would have accepted it already mm-hmm. uh very less likely mm-hmm. and i don't think we respect our players enough uh, i think that is something which really hurts me uh, you know uh we stand for you'll never walk alone we stand for unity strength for all the shit and then You know the way we treat our players. Genie's on a seventy-five thousand contract. Like what the fuck, man? Mm. Like really, what the fuck? Yeah, right? He deserves at least twice or thrice that amount. Mm. Right? Uh, he's the Dutch vice captain. He's one of the most important Dutch players mm. of this generation. And I just don't think we put enough respect to all the players. Uh, we have our 
uh, we have our favorites and thing we should just uh, treat all the players fairly even if it comes at the cost of the club's uh, results i think i would take it like i don't mind if we finish second or third for like two years continuously mm-hmm. couple of years later it's fine because these bunch of players who stuck with us they gave us our best during their prime mm-hmm. okay i'm not going to be greedy in uh, saying that okay now that you guys are old enough just move on we'll get newer players no i don't want to do that mm-hmm. okay i would rather keep my circle closer and the beer warmer so mm-hmm. uh th- that's how it is i'm not going to change my circle shit. closer and beer warmer what? that that's yeah <laughs> right <laughs> you no heard that right drinks beer warm no one drinks see that is the essence of the whole point right huh. that's the essence of the whole point okay. like you people so what happens when you have the beer on the table for too long and you don't drink it what happens it gets warmer oh, right okay. i would rather drink the beer warmer okay mm. i'm not going to get fresh beer just cuz it it fucking got warm mm. because okay maybe beer beer no, yes no, no, i get it i get right. your analogy it's right. a very sweet analogy actually mm. right i mean nice. mm. yeah so that, that that's my take uh, keep the boys i think <clears throat> this conversation i think we're going to talk about this in pretty much every episode i think that's how much these boys mean to us mm-hmm. at least the front three uh, and i mean speaking of uh, the two boys we just signed kabak and uh, ben davis i really hope it works out uh, i'm pretty sure ben davis is going to be here for a good time kabak let's see um uh not too optimistic but uh, so my my take is uh if if he doesn't end up being a 9 out of 10 right even if he ends up being an 8 i think we would not activate that uh, buy on clause mm-hmm. and we would probably invest that money in opak makano or kanote uh, or someone like that <coughs> because we have options uh you should also not forget the fact that uh a couple of other center backs are you know uh are getting their are running on their contracts Sergio Ramos for one okay mm-hmm. a lot of Liverpool players don't want him fuck you guys i want him okay yes we've had a bad history with Sergio Ramos but dude at the end of the day you should look at uh, you look at the mirror and ask yourself what do you really want you want someone you want an asshole in your team you want a winner you want that mentality this okay this is all highly unlikely highly unlikely but i mean i mean It's yeah, Edward listening to our podcast is also highly unlikely. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's not going to happen for sure. I mean it's it's on the same level. I mean Ramos coming here, he's not even going to entertain the fact of coming to England. Forget coming probably. here. So probably. It's 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 a we are shooting uh, we shooting blanks here and we Yeah, but so uh, so when I meant other defenders, experienced defenders running down their contracts, I meant mm-hmm. Ramos, I meant David Alaba. Mm-hmm. So I also heard that Jerome Boateng is running down his contract. right that's also ending this year okay. okay so i would like really not it would be great if we could get either of jerome boateng or david alaba on a free transfer right it makes a lot more sense we mm-hmm. we are getting experience for free mm-hmm. they'll be like a milner that we got mm-hmm. right and it's not just the two i think uh, there's also another popular center back that's running down his contract i've forgotten the name i think he's uh, yeah from some team Mm. So good team good team <laughs> so, but uh, yeah. a big name okay I, sorry guys my memory is pretty bad <laughs> uh, but yeah uh, that's the thing dude i'm not too keen on pushing this uh, kabak deal but if uh, see if ben davis is turns out to be a gem mm. right it, it uh, i don't see any point in having to retain kabak mm. and spend eating million i think that 18 million would rather be spent on an opamakeno mm. or on a kanote or you know someone more mm-hmm. likely to bring you long term success 
with less attitude issues hmm. disciplinary issues that, that we'll only know how he yeah, fits into the team okay so I'm I'm not gonna shoot off uh, my predictions about that I'm not gonna speculate too much about that because uh, we don't know let's let's see how he how he does I mean I'll give him a month or so because as a defender it's very easy to impress mm-hmm. <laughs> impress us I mean you know you just be given stand yeah, there given our position right now yeah. <laughs> you just play dude if you if you have two legs and a head you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome you'll be there it's very easy to impress us right now i mean like follow the lead what what uh, these two lads have done yeah what uh, nat phillips and uh, right reasons dude i love those two though mm-hmm. i would really love to see them grow but of course they have to get over their you know weaknesses mm-hmm. and you know improve on their flaws and I mean I think we have two gems in them too. Hmm. That's my take. Cool. Let, let's see. I think uh, uh that yeah. I think that should I be we've spoken everything that we had uh, about the right. the fucking Jan downfall. All the anger, all the frustration all that the we anger, had, all the frustration. I must out. have missed like five games or something, man, the entire Jan. Fuck me, dude. I saw all the games where we were fuck all and then the two games where we really Like they're awesome. I missed those two. Games. Yeah, you know how I missed. Like I'm watching the score. Okay, it's it's not like I'm busy. I'm I'm alone sitting at home. I just I couldn't make my mind up to like I'm I'm too scared towards the game. Hmm. Okay, I'm scared. Like I'm literally scared towards the game. I did watch the uh, the West Ham game, and uh, I didn't watch the Tottenham game. No, um, I missed that. I did watch the West Ham game though. But again, I was scared. I was scared to watch it. I was like, I was really put off by the team. Like, I'm looking at the lineup. Okay, the lineup look com- looks completely fucking different. I swear it. It's sad, man. I mean, seeing Hendo play at centre back, I thought it was just a recipe for tragedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but okay, but uh, nothing. He like did a good happened. job there. Nothing like that happened. Yeah. yeah I mean, the I know, way right? he gave him, he, he, he did everything he did very well. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so uh, did you hear what uh, Milner told? Uh, he gave an interview recently mm-hmm. i think uh, yesterday or earlier today mm-hmm. and he was uh, telling the reporter that uh, he had advised hendo that you put in too many good performances at center back <laughs> you're going to be playing there for the rest of your career <laughs> so words of wisdom <laughs> uh, from experience i think milna <laughs> had a left back union i think uh, mm-hmm. hendo was going to enter the center back union true but uh, <laughs> i keep so. him i keep him the lifetime contract given to <laughs> so yeah so we spoke about the downfall we spoke about the two lads who come in Okay, uh, we wish them well. Okay, and then uh, we are waiting for the Brighton game. Yeah, I, I will. Let Let's get three points. Let's head to Anfield and welcome City three and get three more points. fucking points, dude. Three I am so. Points. All I have in my mind right now is six points from the next two games. Got it. And I don't give a fuck about anything else. Yeah, I think I have no hopes. I mean, I I have no hopes. I have no uh, long term long term hopes and all that. Like fuck everything. I'm not thinking about any silverware or anything. So it's back to 2015. <laughs> it's back to 2015. 2015, 2016. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's back to those days now. Right. So all right then, lads. Thanks for making it till way past an hour. <laughs> we really appreciate. So we really that. have a thing for pulling off an hour-long podcast. Yeah, I mean, we don't know how good it is, but uh, if you guys are really listening to it now, I think we are really good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and uh, you, you really don't have a fucking life if you're listening. To this. <laughs> yeah, get a life, get a life, lads. Yeah, bye. <laughs> See you next time. Yeah.